following teaching is from the Warrior's Heart Bible Study for Men. You can find us on the web at warriorsheart.org. We hope you have a great day. Morning, everyone. Just as a heads up, I know a, a couple guys have seen the five-page listening guides and think we're going to be here till 10 o'clock. Uh, don't worry, you know, there's, there's a lot of things. We're going to be covering a lot of this information over the next three weeks, so don't panic, okay? <laughs> um, let me ask the question. What is your definition of a mentor? Anyone? Yeah. Someone who watches your watches your back? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Someone you, you, you want to mirror? Okay. Someone part, part someone who, who helps guide you? Okay. Anyone else? Yeah. Okay, all right. And great answers all, all, all the way across the board, you know, because the fact is, is there's many different definitions and there's many different philosophies when we talk about mentoring, okay? Greg Ogden defines it this, this way, an intentional relationship in which we walk alongside other disciples in order to encourage, equip, and challenge one another in love to grow towards maturity in Christ. This includes equipping the disciple to teach others as well. Okay? Chuck Lawless says, you know, it has some helpful insights about mentoring. It's about relationships about God-given relationships in which one growing in Christ encourages and equips another believer to reach his, her potential as a disciple. Uh, Eric's fa- favorite guy, the great theologian Andy Rooney, uh, said, hanging out with someone a little older, a little smarter than me. Those are all excellent Examples, okay? But let's look about, but the fact is, is many of us are aware of the concept, and Eric did a great job last week talking about why we should mentor. But let's take a minute to also look at the power behind mentoring, okay? Um, mentoring is an opportunity to change history. Rewrite the story of a generation. Mentors will be a quiet heroes. Okay? Studies have shown that one-on-one mentoring done over time transforms the lives of both the mentor and the mentee. So what we're talking about, this isn't just, just a one-way thing. This isn't just something that only benefits the mentee. Last week, <clears throat> Eric asked as, as a question, has anyone had any, has any of you had someone in your life that mentored you? 
And as you think about that, think about there is benefits for both parties. You gain, you you learn. I've been working with a, with with a guy for a few years now, and um, I think I've learned just as much from him as hopefully he has learned from me. You know, because what happens a lot of times too is we live in different times, different different eras. We see things differently, and it's been really encouraging. The power. One of the things that's really important is when, when, when we look at the power behind mentoring, think about it. <clears throat> and as a mentor, and this is com- doing a com- comparison, and this is like going out and evangelizing one person a day compared to working with someone else. Okay, Those of you who are in, in the mathematics... You can, you'll start seeing how this benefits, okay? So, for, for a mentor in the, a year, you might only do two people. You work with two people. But then all of a sudden, at the end of that year, your two people mentors two more people. And then those four people mentor four more people. So all of a sudden, you, you, you start building numbers, okay? Now, let's, let's talk about some of you. If you start mentoring at the age of 65 and you do it till 70, okay, you will impact 32 men just in five years. If you start at 60, over 1,000. You start at 55, 3,200, or 32,000, sorry. 45, 40. So as you can see, you can have a direct impact on the lives of a number of men quickly. Over time, what is a mentor? A mentor is a man who is successfully navigating the seasons and experience of life. He is a man who is developing in faith and consistent in godly conduct. He is willing to listen. Very important. Listen, pray for, share. A mentor has a positive perspective for life's experience in the casual fun atmosphere. He provides biblical wisdom and a safe friendship. We're going to talk a little little bit later about some of these things and break them down, too, when we talk about safe friendship, etc. Think... What is a mentor? What is not a mentor? A mentor is not a fixer. We as men, too often, we want to fix. We want to take care of things. 
But that's not necessarily the case when it comes to a mentoring. Matter of fact, my first experience with mentoring, I, I still remember it today. And this was a number of years ago. We had a guy here in a former life of mine. I was in television production. And it was the very first political convention that I ever worked. And I remember going out, and there was a problem that I was having. And our chief engineer looked at me and said, Jim, we can do one or two things. I can tell you how to do it. Or I can let you figure it out and guide you. I think it would be more beneficial if you figure it out. Okay? It took me about two hours. Now, at that time, in those two hours, I didn't think it was very beneficial. (laughs) Okay? But what happened was two days later, it was 2 o'clock in the morning. We were preparing to feed for the European Broadcasting Union, and we had a problem. Because he let me figure it out, I was able to walk in and correct the problem very quickly, very efficiently, in no time whatsoever, and no one missed a beat. Even to the point later, he came up to me and says, just so you know, the director of the European Broadcast Union came to me and complimented you on how fast you corrected that problem to the point where it never impacted the feed. Most likely, had he done it for me the first time, I wouldn't have understood it enough to be able to figure out what what the problem was. So, we can't always be the fixer. Preacher. We're not there to preach. Okay? Um, we walk alongside of man, but we don't preach to him. We don't lecture. That's not something we, we want to do. Rescuer. You know, it's, it's so tempting that, that we just get in and we see a man, we see him having a, a problem. We want to rescue him. But that's not necessarily the case all the time, okay? Because what we have to understand is that we have to remind ourselves that we are not the Savior. And in doing that, we understand that um, we are just one piece of the puzzle of God's master plan. So because of that, we don't necessarily always step in and rescue someone. We give them the tools to be able to learn. Carrier. Again, um, we show concern, but we don't take responsibility for their lives and for all their actions. We don't carry their burdens on our shoulders. Why? Because what happens is when we do, 
Or if we do, we get worn down. And if we're worn down, what happens? We're not benefiting them. We're not supporting them. Okay? We empathize. We have compassion. But we can't carry their weight all the time. And, it's, and again, these, these things we're talking about, it's easy to do. Now, let's talk about here at Houston's First, how mentoring fits in with life Bible studies. Because that's really important, too. Mentoring is not a replacement for life Bible studies. It augments. Okay? It's a supplement for our our believers who might be navigating a challenging season. Stepping into a new season of life. Facing a, a large decision. Okay? Mentoring is simple, you know, simply the needs of a man who is a couple, you know, we're a couple of chapters ahead in that book of life. It is not the replacement for life Bible study. Many people consider a mentor a teacher. Okay? Here's some of the differences. A teacher informs. A mentor shares his life. A teacher aims for the head. A mentor aims for the heart. Okay? A teacher measures knowledge. A mentor is measuring faith. A teacher, in many cases, is the authority, whereas a mentor is a servant. A teacher says, listen to me. A mentor says, follow me. One of the things that's important to understand, too, is a mentor is not perfect. Many cases, when we talk to men about being a mentor, we hear back, oh, man, I've, I've made too many mistakes in, in, in life. I'm not perfect. You know, I've, uh, you know I w- I would, I'm not the right guy. I'm not the right man. But, you know, as I work with different men, okay, there are times where I will say, look, when I was in that position, I did this, this, and this, and I fell flat on my face. It was a major mistake, okay? So let's talk about a different direction, okay? You're not, you don't have to be perfect. Matter of fact, how many of you really want to spend time hanging around with someone perfect or someone who thinks they're perfect? Right? You know, we don't, we don't want that pressure on, on us, do we? So the fact is, is we want someone 
that we know has made some mistakes, but the fact, but what we're doing is teaching tools of how to work through them, how to overcome, how to recover. The roles, Proverbs um, 25.11, a word spoken at the right time is like a gold apples on a silver tray. Okay? The fact is this. One of the things, and one of the things that's very important is how we speak, how we encourage, how we support. Think about it. Think about how someone has spoken to you in the past. It could be a boss, it could be a friend. How just simple words can either encourage you or tear you down. So we, th- we th- think about that. As a mentor, we're a confidant. We're, you know, we're, we're a long-sider. We, we walk alongside the mentee. In many cases, we're not quick to answer. We listen. We build equity. We, you know, sometimes we just need to listen. Uh, some of us has learned that the hard way through our wives. But the fact is, in many cases, that is an important thing. We just listen. We're a translator. When we talk about tra- translator, okay, Sometimes men are locked into negative thoughts. They're looking negatively at a situation. So sometimes our role is to translate that negative negativity into a healthy biblical perspective. Again, as we think about experiences in our lives, I know at times where I've been thinking down a certain path and someone has looked at me and said, hey, um, you ever thought about this, this, and this? Uh, no, I never thought about that. So there are times where we have to be a translator. We're the experience the one. It's what we talk about where we humbly recount parts of our own journey. We talk about things that we've done well, and we have to talk about things that we haven't done well. Okay, Proverbs 12, 15 talks about the way of a foot is right in his own eyes, but he who heeds counsel is wise. We want to seek wise counsel. A coach. There are times where we experience a man who has no particular pattern of sin or in, in anything, but they just might need or want some basic life training. We have men here in this church who are seeking to seeking mentorship, a mentoring relationship 
who just wants, you know, who haven't had some experiences, who wants to talk to someone who has walked that path. So, and some, sometimes, you know, it's just, you know, when the time is right, you know, we share insightful, practical behaviors, tools, lessons, actions. Change agent. As a mentor, sometimes we need to graciously but deliberately shift the focus, the conversation to maybe some underlining issues. See, there could be times that we run into a a man who's thinking one way, and really the root is somewhere else. Okay? Having to change ages encourages the mentee towards self-examination. Now, let me say this. We are not counselors, and there will be times where we are over our heads. And one of the things that we are truly privileged and blessed here at Houston's First is we have an excellent counseling center. And there will be times where we might have to look at a a man and say, look, I'm not the best person, but I tell you what, I'll walk with you up to the counseling center and let's see what we, let's see if we can set up an appointment. We also have the Stevens ministry here. So the fact is, is you don't have to be, again, the expert in every single facet of life. You don't have to be, you don't have to carry all the weight. We can share that. We have resources, which is one of the things that we're really blessed with here. Now, Let's, let's, let's talk about the role of a mentee a little bit, okay? One of the things we, we, we talk about is fat. And when I talk about fat, I'm not talking about needing to hit the gym. What I'm talking about is faithful. Again, by plugging into a life Bible studies, a grow group, you want to be committed, faithfully committed to the word of God, be in prayer. Available, willing to make themselves available to learn and grow. Very important. Okay? Teachable, humbly and hungry enough. Okay? Be honest with oneself. No deception. Just be honest. You're willing, you're interested, you're you're desiring to learn. Okay? 
Eric has come up with what he calls the seven Ps. And it was interesting because first it started at five, and then it sort of grew into six, and now it's up to seven. And probably by the time we do our official generation-to-generation launch in September, it could be up to 10, 12. (laughs) But we're growing peas. Prayerful. Um, For time together. Sorry. Okay? Prayerful for, for time together for each day. For for the mentor. Okay? How can you be a blessing to the mentor? Preparation. One of the things that we need to understand is it's not the mentor's job to lay out everything for us. We want to go in here with goals. We want to go in and understand what we need, what we want to achieve. Punctual. Respect the time. Communicate. Time. If you know you have a situation, communicate that. Be on time, though. Respect the other person's time. Purposeful, have an end in, in mind. Be intentional about what, what you're trying to achieve. Okay? Proactive. That's what I'm talking about when it come talk about when many cases someone's looking for the mentor to tell them what to do. Okay. You want to be proactive in your life because this is your life as a mentee. This is not the mentor's life. He's walked that path. Okay. Part of that, you know, don't be passive. Okay. Be a self-starter, eager to grow. Take note. Ask, ask questions. You know, um, <clears throat> One of the things that, you know, a, a story that, that, that I read, um, if you've ever, ever, ever read, read the book Iron Sharp and Iron, one of the things that Hendricks talks about is the, the, the fact that he, he worked with, with, with the guy and he gave them homework each week. And each week the guy came and had done none of it wasn't prepared. So finally he said to him, you go, go away, and when you're ready, come on back. He never came back. Fact is this, you know, be proactive about your life, because that's what it is. It's your life. Persistent. Follow through. And be prepared with any assignments. Many cases when times are tough, we feel like we just want to give up. Um, 
But that's when God shows shows up. Don't give up. Persistent. Practical. We talked about being practical. We, we want to think about tangible next steps in your, your life. Don't try to, you know, one of the things that really frustrates people and one of the things that brings people down is when they try, I mean, they have these big lofty goals and they try to accomplish them, them all of them tomorrow. Okay, work in practical steps so you can build, so you can see some sense of accomplishment. Sorry, okay? So we want to look at these tangible next steps. All right? Um, Many cases, you want to work at connecting those dots. From step one to step two to step three. It's not necessarily the, the, the mentor's job to connect the dots. So, what we've done is we've, we've quickly gone through some basic applications. Now... Next week, we're going to talk about something extremely important, listening skills. Um, Something that so often I have heard men say, boy, I really wish I had known this when I was raising my kids or years ago. Now, at the end of each study guide should be a list of questions. Please take some some time amongst your table. And those of you who might be at a, at a table by yourself, maybe maybe a couple you can get together. Talk through some 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 of these questions. Kick it around. Okay. Well, Heavenly and gracious Father, thank you for this time. Thank you for this opportunity as men to get together and be in a place that we can stand and we can come and we can share our lives as men. Thank you for this Bible study. Thank you for the fact that we can just have this Bible study. Father, thank you for the many blessings you you have given us and shared. Father, thank you for this opportunity to meet, to be here, for me to be able to talk before these these men. Father, in your name we, we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us on this week's podcast. We hope you can join us in person. We meet Thursday mornings at 6.30 a.m. in the Fellowship Center of Houston's First Baptist Church. For more details and to register, you can visit us on the web at warriorsheart.org. That's warriorsheart.org. We hope you have a great day.